Welcome back to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. We are so excited to be back after a short break after the season 43 finale. Uh, but w- I, I know you're so excited to hear from your Speaking Llama boys. Hang on, Caleb, let's restart that. Uh, your Speaking Llama boy and Caleb. So uh, know you're excited to hear my thoughts all about my favorite time of the year, Australian Survivor season. Uh, and Caleb is also here. So uh, Caleb, what have you been up to, man? You've been like traveling. You've been doing a bunch of stuff since the New Year. Enlightenness. Yeah, uh, I thought you said in lockness. I was like, I did not travel to Scotland. I wish I had. Uh, but to your comment earlier about Survivor Boy and um, Caleb, well, that's fine. You can be the Survivor Boy. I'm going to be the Survivor Man because I'm 40. People who know college football will understand that reference. Um, so uh yeah alex i have been doing well the uh been doing a lot of traveling i drove almost 50 hours which is about the same amount of hours that current u.s survivors play the show um (laughs) couldn't help myself uh bring back 39 days people no but seriously uh yeah did iowa alabama i was in new mexico for a little while learned how to snowboard um yeah, lots of fun. I, I'm glad to be back. It's a brand new year, 2023. We have a great new season of Survivor coming at us with Australian Survivor. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I, it's 2023. Let's get this new year started. It's amazing. Yeah, love to hear it. Uh, so we are today going to talk through uh, the new season of Australian Survivor, what we know about it. Uh, honestly, it's kind of hard to find a lot of information because most of the preview videos and behind the scenes videos at this point are not available to U.S. Uh, residents, I guess. Paramount so, Plus, bring it back. Bring I, it back. Yeah, they teased us about a they, year ago, right? They, they Well, they saw that how well it was doing and they were like, we can't we let it. U.S. Survivor be compared to Australian Survivor. But too bad because we're doing that on this podcast. Right. So we're going to talk about the theme, talk about some of the returning players we're super excited to see, and then uh, go through uh, the tribes and and ultimately pick five players each for our draft. Now I'm coming off a hot win with the fourth, third, and second place finisher on my team of five for season 43. Uh, So who who was, who won, whose team was the winner on? Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't your winner pick. I, I didn't say that, but whose <laughs> team was the winner on? Uh, I don't remember. My team. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm three for three in the new era of Survivor for the winners being on my team. That is fair. That is fair. But I have absolutely destroyed you last season in Australian Survivor uh, and in season 43, and we tied in season 42. So I'm still winning at this point. That's fine. I'm just going to like... Any Australian players listening to this podcast, welcome. Uh, but if you get picked on my team, you got a good shot, good track record of being the winner. So only if Caleb prefaces it with, now nah, this is a wild card pick. <laughs> I don't think this person's going to do well at all. <laughs> and there, the last and there are several people that <laughs> fall into that category for me this time. <laughs> that is true. All right. So Caleb, uh, Let's talk through the theme. So it's heroes versus villains. Uh, incredible. Obviously, one of the most successful themes in U.S. Survivor. Uh, my question for you, Caleb. Uh, one, how do you feel about this theme? And two, is now the right time? 
uh, to do this for Australian Survivor? Uh, well, first of all, I I need U.S. Survivor to do what Australian Survivor is doing and copying off of U.S. Survivor. U.S. Survivor, go copy off of Australian Survivor, please do. And, and we would a- have we would have a magical, <laughs> magical like just world where we had two amazing productions of Survivor happening at the same time. In my mind, like the Network Ten executives in Australia are just sitting there going, "Hey." I like that theme. We're going to take it and make it even better. Which, why not? Like, <laughs> it's it's wild. Do what works, man. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, like, U.S. Survivor, all the, their innovation has brought us some cool things over the years. Like Heroes versus Villains, which we did not see until season 20 of U.S. Survivor, is now the right time for Australian survivors to be doing this. They have, since really the third season had a theme to their Mm -hmm. their seasons and so do i wish they had a little bit more longevity they did a all-star seasons what three 2020 yeah 2020 so it's pretty new since they've had an all-star seasons now i'm not mad about it because we get to see some really great players come back and play i do wish we could see a little more, a couple more crops of players that didn't always have returning cast, right? I mean, when was the last time they've had a fully new cast of Survivors? Was it? It was Brain versus Braun, uh, but that was COVID. Like that's right. Right. Yeah. Had to film in in the Outback. Yeah. But I between that that season one and season two, they've always had returners, mm-hmm. right? So. Yep. I, I love seeing fan favorites as much as the next person. I do think the 24 player format of Australian Survivor allows them to be able to bring back some more returners without having to do a full returners season. I actually really like that. Well, I have mixed feelings that they have half returners, half new players, because for the returners, it's like, oh yeah, of course they are heroes and they're villains. Like we get to see this come back and how, how will they play their game this time around? Whereas the new people, it's like, I, I guess they're villains. Like I, yeah. I, I guess they're heroes. The, some of the heroes kind of seem like naive and gullible. And I guess that's what makes them a hero. So it's, it's just like what made us survivor H. HVV was really just being able to take those former players and the archetypes that they played on their seasons and getting to see mm-hmm. that dynamic play out in how they continue to play the hero game or how they decided to play a little bit more of a villainous game or, or vice versa. And so we are missing out on that. But with that said, I love getting to see new players. I, I really hope that the returners just don't outshine the new players. I think on the last season in Blood versus Water, we got to see some really standout new players, but that was also because there was only, you know, six or so mm-hmm. returning players, or at least players that were familiar with Survivor. Yeah. Um so so we'll see. I, I I'm excited for it. What about you? Yeah, I mean, obviously I love the theme. <clears throat> I love that Simon's on the season because he is top three favorite survivor players uh so obviously i'm excited for that i think they've done a good job of from the last two seasons bringing back arguably some of the biggest characters from brain versus brawn brain versus brawn and blood versus water 
Uh, so I, I love seeing that. I think they did a great job with that. A few of the returnees, like pre-All-Stars that they brought back, it's kind of like interesting picks. I'm not really sure why they did that, uh, but it is fun to see. Uh, honestly, I think, you know, season five uh, of, of the reboot of Australian Survivor All-Stars could have been a Heroes versus Villains season. Yeah. Um, I, I think that makes sense. Uh, it, I think it's just tough to see, like you said, you know, we have 11 returnees, 13 newbies, and these newbies, we don't know anything about them. Uh, and so to say they're a villain, uh, th- there can't be much of a story arc to go from a villain to a hero or from a hero to a villain because we they've never played before. And right. so we don't know that. Uh, I Knowing Australian Survivor, I feel like a lot of the new players are going to be outshined in terms of the edits this yeah. season, um, especially with some people who got very, very heavy edits in their original seasons. Uh, I mean, to have... That's an understatement. <laughs> yes, George and Jordy on the same tribe. And even ha- Simon. And Haley, for that matter. Like, and Well, I'm, I'm even talking just the villains. Like, yeah. And, and even Shawnee had had it, her handful, uh, her original season. I mean, but George and Jordy, how are they going to balance that? Because those two had so many confessionals the last couple seasons. Uh, but Haley had a ton, you know. So excited to see what happens in terms of the edit. And I have a feeling seven to eight of the new players, unfortunately, are probably going to get lost in the shuffle. And yeah. there'll be like a few from last season where it's like, wait, they got voted out with one confessional, zero confessionals, something like that. Yeah, which just sucks for them. Uh, and it's like one of those things, too, where I wish they would do all returners, but also I I don't think they should do an all returner season right now because yeah. they only this is only season seven of the reboot of Australian Survivor. And there's just not that many players to go around, especially when you've already done uh, season seven, season eight. Thank you, um, Alex. There's only so many returners to go around even when you have 24 players a season and you've already brought back some of the best returners (laughs) like that we've wanted to see i love that we're getting to see the our favorites from uh the last two seasons of Mm -hmm. australian survivor but we'll see um i love the theme of heroes versus villains regardless of what jeff propes likes to say i do think we are still in the era of people love a hero and people love a yeah. villain, right? Like that there are people that are like that. We, I think maybe we have grown as a society in terms of watching S- survivor that, mm-hmm. Hey, maybe the villain isn't like an evil person, but it like they they are, they are villainous and we can appreciate a villain for being a good villain, but yes. there are still heroes and villains. Uh, I am sad that, you know, fan favorite rupert isn't on this heroes tribe to remind us <laughs> what a hero is all about well i mean they did bring back russell so why not i, why I, not? I come on or candace even bring back yeah. candace for the heroes tribe that's what that's really what we need <laughs> <laughs> uh, a fourth season so uh yeah no i love that um i also love one other thing just even the theming of everything uh the yellow is a hero and purple slash pink is a villain i think that's really fun and it's different than the red versus blue that we saw in the uh american season so it even it doesn't feel like a carbon copy of that season already just with the theming the fire you know everything like that so excited to see that absolutely and that's one of the things that we are going to miss because there are so many new players 
is the real rivalries that happen between the heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. They are they are beating the drum of <laughs> Haley versus George, which like I'm honestly they are both kind of villainous on their season. Yes. <laughs> but you know, Haley is, is my girl and she won. So way to go, Haley. Uh she's a hero in my book. But yeah, it, it, they're they're beating that drum. There aren't really any big other like no i mean conflicts right like we 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 have uh sneaky stevie and and shawnee uh from season three some conflict there we saw that in in stevie's interview um maybe flick and simon um and even in this george versus Haley, flick was third place like she's right there in that too and so seeing the top three from brandon versus brown in there i i think there's some stuff there but like jordy and nina work together and so there's not really any rivalry there. Well, even I, I bring back Jordy and Sam, right? Uh, oh, <laughs> like gosh. that, that would be awesome. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> gosh, well, oh, it, you know, I mean, I'm even thinking here, especially with these returners, like you mentioned, we, we've come pretty far as a society of Survivor Watchers. You know, we're not in uh, season two of US Survivor where Jerry is evil and Colby is uh, God's gift to Earth. Right, we we can we can rewatch it now and go mm, like <laughs> there's some blurred lines here uh, of hero versus villain, but uh, it's interesting. Caleb, do you think there's anyone, any returning players this season who is 100% a hero or 100% a villain? Oh well, I mean, I think if I look at the current heroes, I I, I think both Sean and Flick fall into mm-hmm. and honestly i mean sam to an extent yeah. uh fall into that hero category though sam i remind me alex for our listeners you have seen all the seasons of australian survivor i have yes. seen about half of them not all of them does sam this is sam's second time around correct yep well sam had did my 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 personal favorite nick idanza dirty so i wouldn't call him a, a complete but nick's hero. the villain right <laughs> but nick's apparently the villain he's just misunderstood people but no seriously i, I sean and flick both yeah. of them on their seasons don't do anything that is like super villainous they're pretty stand-up-ish they're uh, loyal right they're, like... they're loyal right so with the flick's whole story arc with uh, about her mom like is, is, is it very much like screams hero to me i'm mm-hmm. glad that she's back for the villains, uh, from what I know about Shawnee, I, I feel like she's a, she's she like enjoy relishes <laughs> playing the villain, and I appreciate that. I yes. would call it misunderstood, but relishes yes. playing that. <laughs> that, uh, that that was my exact thought of like, if you look back, I mean, she, she just she's very snarky. She yes. likes to call it how it is. Um, and stuff like that like we'll call out boring players but there's nothing like inherently villainous of what she actually does but i also agree i think like she would self-select <laughs> to be a villain uh which i love so exactly. that's that's great and the other two i would say that like complete villains are jordy and george okay jo- i mean jo- jordy like whole season played the chaos card right uh he he like he played sneaky it did him in i think if the shoe would have been on the other foot and sam and he was the one stealing sam's idol or his brother what like he would have been all about that so 
Jordy's a, a true but, villain. So so here's my thing with Jordy though. Like both him and Sam are are villains. Yes. Right. And so if we look at that particular story arc from last season, I would argue he's not a villain in that situation. Now, did he relish the fact that he was the Joker and he liked to cause chaos? Yes. But he was the one screwed over by the majority alliance. Now, was he trying to get them out? Yes. But I I think it's not as clear cut with Jordy. I think, again, his perception, he wants to be a villain, right? His public persona, I'm the Joker. Obviously, that's a villain. But I don't think he's a 100% villain. Okay. I think he's oh, misunderstood. Okay, okay. All right, let's like, let's, let's like taking, I don't know, like Thanos and um, I don't know, who's another a Marvel villain? Uh, and, I, I, just because one is more like less villainous than the other doesn't mean that Jordy is not a villain. I'm, I'm just saying, he, every, every villain has their origin story. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but also, George might be the worst kind of villain because he is the villain who knows that he's a villain and then plays the victim. And someone on this podcast knows exactly what that is like. And I'm pointing my fingers straight at you, Alex. You play the villain. You play the victim all the time, even though you know you are the villain. I disagree uh it is funny in george's interview he acknowledges like hey i thought i did some pretty heroic things uh last you know my season but he also said like i'm coming back to cause chaos yeah right like it, <laughs> like that is his sole goal he literally and has a tattoo so of an immunity idol around on his, his neck. chest right like that <laughs> you are a villain george and you know that you are we all know that you are and i can't wait to see you play the victim too gosh yeah well i am so excited too to see simon and george on the same tribe <laughs> so those two were not on the same tribe and i would argue they they uh their archetypes are polar opposite yes um i so i also don't think simon should be on the villains i i think i'm excited to see him play as a villain i think he's a hero i would say that simon was a returner they could put on either tribe and yes. they picked him for that reason. Uh, yes. that it, it could, they could explain away uh, whichever side he's on. Like, honestly, like a, a certain Parvati from a U.S. survivor could have been, depending on now at this point, we all can agree Parvati is a villain, but she yeah. could have been on the hero side in, in that season. And people would have been like, Oh, okay. That, that I guess that makes sense. It, it, yeah. Well, that's like the legend is like they, they had put Parvati, Amanda, Sari all on the heroes, but then they didn't want all three of them for Micronesia plus James right. on the same tribe of 10. Right. So they moved her over. Right. Which is why Candace is the hero, uh, right. which right. Uh, you can believe whatever you want to believe. But if you will also note on that season, Candace's like bathing suit that she has to start off with is not blue or like a shade yeah. of blue. So it is like a pink or something like that, which the other he villains tribe was red. That's all I'm saying. But yes, Simon is definitely not a true villain. I understand why he is on there. Simon, buddy, please, please don't go home with an idol in your pocket. That's all that I want from this season of Survivor. I My heart will be broken. If he yeah. goes home with another idol in his pocket, I think even... his heart would be broken. <laughs> well, that's like what he's saying, right? He's like, I, I can't. 
like i'm paranoid i can't i can't i am honestly scared of him finding an idol <laughs> and just like if he's like going solid in a majority alliance find an idol i if i'm in those shoes that throws off my entire game because now what do i do better yet just don't just don't tell anyone tell no <laughs> one you have an idol <laughs> <laughs> He's too loyal. He's too he's too heroic. Oh, you know? okay. Whatever you say, my man. Um, okay, Caleb. Uh, I know we've talked through, you know, some of these. Uh, the other thing I just want to acknowledge is is how much they are promoting Haley versus George. I know. It, it, it is every poster. I mean, I've seen posters in Australia in like outside bus stations with <laughs> with the two of them on it, right? Dude, that's the only rivalry they have. It's right. Queen <laughs> Haley versus King George. Uh, and you have Princess Nina in there as well, and the Joker, you know, all this stuff. Which uh, self proclaimed King George. George didn't win anything. So, right, right. Also, so, he has a line in one of his interviews about Haley riding his coattails. Oh my gosh, George, you rode everyone else's coattails to the end. Yes. Using an alliance, just like Haley did. Yes. So, my Caleb, my question for you is I mean, because in Heroes or in uh, uh, last season, Blood vs. Water, Sandra was everywhere, right? Yeah. And every every episode she was on up until she got voted out, she was a star, but really didn't make a huge impact on the show. Yeah. Uh as as an overall season. Do you think the same things could happen here with George and Haley? Um or do you think they actually are going to meet up and 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 be a big rivalry throughout the season? Is that a storyline or is that a more of a pub- publicity thing? From what I have seen of Australian Survivor, I do really fear that it is just a publicity thing. Um, that they are they they love to be dramatic and theatrical. This is a great kind of matchup rivalry that they have. If there were other rivalries at play and they were still doing it this much, I'd be like, okay, maybe there is like it's going to go down. But I am afraid that one of George or Haley are going home early, based off of how they did in their first season and. Frankly, every single person on their tribe would have a legitimate reason to vote either out yeah. based off their gameplay from the previous season. Both did things that w- were a little sketchy, pretty cutthroat at times, great survivor moves, but uh, not someone I would necessarily trust on a beach. No. Well, I think both of them probably have the biggest targets on their back at this point with, yeah. you know, being finalist here we we don't see that from any other returnee uh, other than flick who is third but um you know not in the final two george i mean he's i'm pretty sure he got that tattoo like right before the season right like i i didn't see it until after he got back and he was showing it off a lot i mean the second he takes off his shirt on the beach that that just that's gonna send waves across the tribe of let's get George out and his personality and wanting to cast stuff like that. No one's going to trust him. I think he is marked. If the villains lose first out, it, th- that's me. I mean, it, it's like Andy last season, right? You you are too chaotic. We don't trust you. You're done. I, Here, that's what I think. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's great. And I would agree with you. Here's the deal with George though, is that that was him all season last in his season, right? Mm-hmm. The, the whole first half of his season was all right we gotta get george out like it's time to get george out he's rubbing everyone the wrong way and no one could get him out and so i'm with you he's probably a first boot 
But I will not be surprised in the slightest if he sticks it around. So. Yeah. Well, so the the flip side of the the coin is Haley is the only winner yeah. on here, and we saw in U.S. Survivor, um, not necessarily heroes versus villains, but in All Stars season eight, winners were targeted immediately. So, uh, and in Australian Survivor All Stars, winners were targeted immediately. So I'm curious, is that going to, is that trend going to persist here or not? I think if anyone can navigate that target, it's Haley. Uh, I think she brings a lot to a tribe. Uh, I would not want to go to a final three endurance challenge against her. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I think she's a long shot of winning it. I, I will honestly be a little surprised if she is a first boot just from a, if I'm the new players, you know, this always happens. If the new players are smart, they would just vote out all the returners and and form an alliance of seven versus their five and just be done with it. But that's not going to happen. It's just a, a rewrite of Edge of Extinction, right? Right. Uh, and and so I don't think she's going to be the first boot. I think she probably can make the merge, but I don't know if she will have the shot of winning it unless she goes on a idle and or immunity run to close out the merge to have a chance of winning. Because we saw her in... Uh, the last couple of challenges of her season and she's just a challenge beast now i do kind of want a Haley versus flick 1v1 rematch a challenge at some point this season that would be awesome yes well she's not going to be able to win all the immunity uh individual immunity challenges because simon will be there and he's going to be the challenge beast and be the first person to win every individual immunity challenge oh okay that's a bold statement cotton we'll see if it works out for him uh that that's my claim all right Caleb any other big picture thoughts on this season before we jump into the the two tribes yeah um Alex other than obviously Simon because you you we know how much you love Simon which like Simon's great uh what castaway returning castaway are you most excited to see back on the screen oh that's a great question. Honestly, I think, I mean, outside of Simon, I love Shawnee. I, yeah. I, and I think it's going to be fun to see her in this group. Like, again, Shawnee, Simon, and George talking together on a beach. <laughs> it's just hilarious to me because they are, they are three completely opposite Survivor players. So I love that. Uh, outside of that, obviously, Sam was one of my favorites from season one. Uh, so I'm excited to see him. Uh, he does play a very loyal game for the most part. Uh, so I, I'm curious to see, can he develop that? But outside of that, I'm I'm excited for Nina. Uh, yeah. That is, she was positioned so well last season. Everyone loved her. She voted out her mom. I mean, was was on track to go deep into the game and to get taken out um, from a medevac. That's rough. Uh, and, and for even a JLP to say, hey, we're going to see you again, that tells me how good she was doing and how much people respected and loved her on that island. So uh, I, I'm really excited that she gets a second chance and, and can hopefully play a full season. Uh, what I'm really excited, too, about that is she mentioned in one of her interviews uh, that her mom played heroes versus villains in Samoa as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now Australian Survivor, you know, they were in Samoa the first couple seasons, then Fiji and then Australia, and now they're back in Samoa. And so that is a very cool story arc for Sandra, the Queen of Survivor, who won her second season in Samoa, Heroes vs. Villains as a villain, 
her daughters come in and as a hero uh, to hopefully do the same thing. Yeah, that, that's who I was going to say is seeing Nina back out there because we hate to see it when someone has to yeah. be medevaced from the show. I can't say. I, I, I think that it was a little bit of a trick of production in terms of how well she seemed positioned in her tribe. Uh, I, in the same way that like we kept seeing Sandra all over the place in Blood versus Water, but she actually really wasn't in control that much. At least I don't think that she was. I think Nina has some star power to her. I do think she can play the game of Survivor very well. And I'm excited to see her back on because I don't think we got an accurate representation of her full game Mm -hmm. based off of the way, A, that her mom was there, and B, the way that she exited the game. So I'm excited to to see someone who really... We didn't get to see play Survivor, play Survivor uh, this go yeah. around. And so I'm excited she's back. Well, and she's not coming in on a helicopter after every other person walked in, <laughs> right? <laughs> With her mom, right? Like, <laughs> right. They're, they're literally on her, the same beach as her, uh, is a winner of Survivor and a final three of Survivor yeah. on the same beach, right? So, like, there's no like fanfare for I, as much fanfare for her. Absolutely. All right. Well, so heroes wise, Caleb, I'm, I'm excited to hear who stands out to you. We've talked a lot about returners, but want to acknowledge some of the newbies as well. So obviously two tribes of 12, uh, the heroes, they only have five returners and seven newbies while the villains have six and six. Uh, I don't have all the stats like you typically do because I couldn't find them. So because you're not a good host. That's why. So returning players, uh, obviously, you know, we've talked about it. Flick and Haley from Brains vs. Brawn, Nina from Blood vs. Water, Sam from uh, Australian Survivor, the reboot season one, uh, 2016, and then Sean from Champions uh, vs. Contenders 2, uh, the rival of the Golden God. Um, but I think now they're friends. So happy for them, I guess. Uh, newbies. We have Benjamin. Uh, he's an author, a broadcast journalist, a writer, and creator for the TV show The Family Law, an LGBTQIA advocate, and a Survivor superfan. Those are his jobs. I, I, hey, I, I agree with the Survivor superfan. That's my job. I don't get paid yeah. for it, but that's my job. Yeah, exactly. Podcasting is not our job. <laughs> uh, we have David, a former AFL player. Uh, which Sean is also a former AFL player, so we love that. We can't um, have a season of Australian Survivor without at least like three AFL. We need a sporty alliance. That's <laughs> that's all we need. But I think this season it, there's going to be a PR alliance down on the villains tribe because there's like three journalists. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jerry, a pilot, um, and he enjoys uh, free climbing, free diving, spearfishing, and Latin dance. Very cultured. Uh, we have Matt. Uh, he is a Gold Coast lifeguard. Uh, Paige, she's a Jillaroo. Uh, we have Rogue, who I'm excited to see. She was an undercover uh, poacher and, and trophy hunter uh, in Africa for six years uh, undercover, making a documentary about them. I love that. Quick, quick, quick note about Rogue. Uh, I want to put money on that she is the new uh, Mark that we get told every other episode <laughs> i'm i'm i was a special secret agent i know how to lie to people that's good yeah it's 
we're gonna see it's, a lot as soon as i watched that clip on instagram i was like oh my gosh this Here is mark 2.0 like yep <laughs> absolutely and then okay so rounded out the the heroes we have uh sharni uh not shawnee sharni um and she's an actress uh living in la so those are the heroes uh caleb who stands out to you i, I already said rogue is my big standout here uh, yeah. who stands out to you uh, honestly rogue is the one that stands out the most jerry page matt I, I kind of made that comment earlier about some of them kind of seem young and naive I, obviously jerry's not young, necessarily young but based off of the description that uh 10 play has on their website I just get the feeling that they're going to get taken advantage of by some very adept survivor players. My hope is that they don't, but I, I'm afraid like that's what, what is going to end up happening. So like in terms of like standouts, really like rogue stands out to me, Sharni to maybe somewhat, mm -hmm. but I think more of the newbie standouts to me are actually on the villains tribe. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And even with Matt, you know, he had the quote, uh, or he didn't say this, the, the article says trustworthiness and or trustworthy and lo loyal are the words Matt's friends would use to describe him, which I would say my friends would describe me. With those I, I would as well. I would not describe. So that's why I'm the hero of the two of us, because Matt and I, we, we <sighs> share that in common. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Like, it's like, it's trying to balance how much of it is it the production side of mm -hmm. presenting people versus how they're actually going to play the game yeah. at this point. Unfortunately, like I'm more focused on the returners because I just know more about them. So, um, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I agree with you. I, a, a lot of these newbies, especially they're like, Hey, I want to be trustworthy. Hey, I want to play a clean game, stuff like that. It's like, how much of that is, playing into the theme of being a hero right um but i do appreciate david the former nf or afl player um he said he watched survivor since 20 uh or 2002 yeah. and he said in the game of survivor i don't think there's a line i'm not willing to cross uh now that is a hero that i am looking out for yeah uh because i think Haley's gonna play that same game i think nina's gonna play that same game um i don't know about sean sam blake we kind of mentioned earlier they are kind of those true heroes but I think David, Haley, and Nina could link up, maybe Rogue as well, and and really run that beach. Absolutely. With that mindset. Also, just a quick note: Why are they going to put both David and Sean on and Sam on the same beach physically? I look at the villains tribe, that, and I'm like, who? That's my that's my beef. Good because... luck, Simon. Like, good luck. Simon is the only muscle <laughs> on the on the villain. I mean, Jordy, but... Jordy is not like a scrub by any yes. stretch of the imagination, but yes, yeah. but compared to multiple AFL players, like every head-to-head -head battle, because Australian Survivor loves head-to-head -head battles, it's gonna be Sean versus Simon, and Simon's gonna get his ass kicked. Right. And, and that is saying nothing about Simon's physical ability. That's because like Sean's six eight. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget watching David Gannett, like Golden God, walking alongside the beach next to Sean in, in his season. And David's on like the high side of the beach. Yeah. And and Sean still just towers yes. over him. Yes. Well, our, our, our friend who's watched, who loves the Golden God, just like me, when we were watching it together, he was like, I think David's short. He's like 5'9". And it's like, 
No, no, no. He's like six two, six three. No, he's not. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> Sean is just that big. Jeez, yes. Louise. That yeah. I now that I'm looking that holistically, jeez, Louis. Now, to be fair, I don't know the full scope of the villains physical prowess but mm-hmm. in terms of the returning females like heroes got some challenge beast on yes. their side yes well and, and so. yeah i mean shawnee can hold her own absolutely she's like she is an undeniable challenge beast from her past two performances but if it is head-to-head wrestling and fighting and you know grab a ball and steal it from one another and and basically rugby like it was last season yeah. um the villains may be in trouble which um, this doesn't surprise me you know that production wants the villains going to tribal first to be chaotic to be wild and crazy yeah, yes. yeah 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 they want them there first i i imagine i i'll be interested to see alex do you think we'll get a tribe swap on this season we did not on the u.s version of this that's that's fair i think it's it's in the cards i mean especially with that like half we we don't know half their background so yeah. uh i would love a mix up especially with it, it seems like we have multiple kind of pairs of returning players um you know four from brain versus brawn two from blood versus water stuff like that you know coming in together i think that could be fun to see them uh pair up mm-hmm. so even a flick versus simon like they were not working together um mm-hmm. so that that could be a really fun uh setup but my, my beef with uh simon though having to be the whole muscle is he is also great at puzzles uh, as we saw that like i always remember that very first challenge in brand versus brawn where he's the one like telling everyone what to do and where to put the puzzle so how is he supposed to do the puzzle and be the backbone of the physical aspect of every challenge that's we'll my see. question Caleb. we'll that's see my question uh you mentioned the golden god i've mentioned simon uh just want to publicly state uh you know the last couple seasons of, that we podcast caleb so you know if we go back to uh blood versus water I was a little obnoxious about my favorite player that season. Um, starting about two, a third of the way through, I was obnoxious about rooting for Josh. So love Josh, one of the best players in my mind. Season 43, I was a little obnoxious about rooting for Owen and Cassidy, my, my two favorites from that season. Um, I, I can hands down tell you that will fail in comparison to how obnoxious I'm going to be this season with Simon. <laughs> I... He is the one person I am most looking forward to. Uh, I, I shouldn't be saying this pre-draft, but uh, especially we talked to him, we kind of heard his strategy and how he's thinking about if he were to ever play again. Um, and so I am so excited to see him play. And I am going to be so obnoxious because we joke, but between the two of us, you would be on the hero's tribe and I'd be on the villain's tribe, right? Uh, honestly, like, in reality, that's what it should be. If we ever yes. were both on the season of Survivor, I think it's more likely that I end up on the villain's tribe and you would end up on the hero's tribe. And I'd be sitting there saying, why am I a villain when Alex is over there on the hero's yes. tribe? But in, in our heart of hearts, we know. Like, you're bleeding yellow this season. I'm I'm bleeding purple this season. In our heart of hearts. I don't know. I, I also love a good villain. You know, I, I so we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. I, okay. That's a uh, if if you haven't watched the traders, go watch the traders on Peacock. As Alex knows, something happens and someone does something that's like, I'm like, why are you not burning the other person's game to the ground? 
he take the guy takes the high road. Come on now, burn it down. You got cut, stabbed in the back. Bring them down with you. All right. On that note, let's jump over to the the villains beach. Uh, <laughs> we've got returners. Uh, obviously, George. We've talked about him. Georgia Bankston, Bankstown. Sorry, uh, Jackie, Jordy, Shawnee, Simon, and Stevie. Talked all about them. Um, newbies. Um, I apologize if I mispronounced the name. Uh, Anjali, uh, I believe. Uh, Fraser, Liz. Or sorry, Anjali. Uh, she is a journalist and news anchor, and uh, also was on the Real Housewives. Really? Yeah, that was in her like bio on Instagram. Like the Instagram. Thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was not interesting to me, and then I heard that, and was like, oh wait, that, this could be fun. That tells me more than <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Uh, we have uh, Frazier, who's a real estate agent. Uh, we have Liz, who is an Olympic pole vaulting champion at 18 and now works in marketing. Uh, we have, so she'll be, a, she'll be a challenge beast. Uh, we have Michael. He is a professional journalist uh, as well. Uh, we have Mimi, who works in PR and communications uh, in the luxury car industry. Uh, also an amateur boxer. Shout out to Parvati season 13. Amateur boxer. <laughs> She's That's probably probably title. has been to a boxing gym three times. Hey, and that, that is that. that is not saying against anything. Like she actually may, but it's like they try to find every little thing to make people look seem different. Like Parvey yes. being a professional kickboxer. That's what it was kickboxing and boxer. Yeah. Uh, and then rounding out this group of 24, we have Sarah, uh, and she is a former Miss World Australia at 19 years old and a semi-pro rugby player. Um, and Sarah has my favorite quote of the 10 play bios I read. Um, she said, which being from the States, I don't know any of this context. And I'm confident, KLB, you don't either. Uh, when I was representing Miss Australia at Miss World, a bit of controversy happened. Miss Grease told everyone, and it was all over the news, that I had pushed her down the stairs of a bus and ruined her chances of winning. I didn't, but if I did, she wouldn't have gotten up. That is my favorite quote uh, that I read from all 24 of these. And this is why the Heroes Tribe, the Villains Tribe, is going to be a lot more entertaining to yes. start the season. Yes. <laughs> I also love how they were like, all right, we're bringing on new players. They need to be villains. What's the most villainous per- profession we can think about? Journalism. PR. Yeah. Right? Right. Journalism <laughs> and PR. Like all these other people have other things that they have done, but it's like PR person. You you mm-hmm. are evil and cutthroat, obviously. Right. right. Well, and then you have like, you know, Jordy, who is, uh, what is her? He's a landscaper. Um, you know, Simon, he's a laborer, kind of works, you know, as a tradie, stuff like that. So um, yeah. we've got some of those, those physical uh, occupations as well. Yeah. So uh, I also love the quote from Shawnee that just says about the villains tribe, these are my people. <laughs> i love shawnee she's so, so great. uh caleb you know other than simon other than shawnee we both love both of them uh who who stands out to you on this on this tribe honestly like i am really excited about the villains tribe in particularly because of the new players because i think there are some intriguing people none of them i watched or read and i said to myself oh they're probably like they're gonna get taken advantage of it we'll, we'll see that inevitably someone's going to get taken advantage of because it's the game of survivor but all of them are somewhat intriguing i'm excited to see how sarah you know the 
beauty pageant person like does on this show like i like i don't think she is i'm just i'm just intrigued uh what what she's going to do i'm i think i'm most excited for uh and jolly because she was on the real housewives and michael uh not sorry not michael but uh frazier because both of them seem like they're going to cause some chaos and burn themselves to the ground but i'll do so entertainingly which i i love that and you know that i love that absolutely yeah that'll be great well i will say uh uh, former uh, beauty pageant contestants have done well on Australian Survivor season three. I can't remember her exact title. I, I apologize, uh, but her name is Monica. She did quite well um, yeah. that season uh, against all odds. Um, she was on Russell's tribe, which he uh, was very derogatory towards. Can't believe uh, they didn't bring Russell Hanks everyone back. on his tribe uh, as you know times ten from what it was on Samoa uh, as he talked about his former players or his uh, fellow tribe mates. So. What if, what, what if I wish they would have brought back Russell? I actually don't wish, but I only wish it because seeing Nina go against Russell. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> or even Nina versus uh, Brandon Hance, right? Like, oh, yes. <laughs> That's the match That's what we need. need. Oh, That's what we man. need. Gosh, no, I don't want to see Brandon Hance on my television no. on Survivor. Well, I hey, hope he is doing well. But yeah, I, I was going to say, it's been a Survivor. long time since that. Hopefully he has grown, gotten, you know, some help. But yeah, he, he did not need to be on Survivor, especially that second season. He he just did not need to be on it. If you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch Fans vs. Favorite 2 on US Survivor. Mainly to see Malcolm and Reynolds and Eddie. Reynolds, Malcolm, and Eddie, yes. And Sherry. And Sherry. <laughs> All right, Caleb. You ready for this draft? Dude, I'm I'm ready. I'm pumped. Uh, I'm mostly pumped to get the first pick, hopefully, because I know who you're going to pick first, and I totally maybe intend on picking that person. Um, I, I know two, two of your favorite. I mean, I think Simon's one of your favorite players as well. I, I would argue, oh, knowing you, yeah, he's one of your sure. favorites, right? Like. Three of your favorite, probably in the top ten Australian Survivor players, are on this season. So uh, three of the three of my uh, two of my favorites are my two favorites are not on on the cast. So no, but I Haley, Shawnee, and Simon are all up there for you. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Just just want to be clear. Uh, the great ice cream hey, man, Harry. He'd mm. be great. Is he your other one Harry. David? No, it's Nick Idanza. Come on, dude. Oh weird uh two villains <laughs> <laughs> which just so we're clear actually I'll, I'll talk about this if i get the chance to per- pick this one later i'll have some comments but uh yes alex we are going to do our draft as always we pick the order live uh, i have in my hand for those that we don't do this on youtube so no one can see it anyways but i have a black buff uh and an orange survivor buff they're the closest to yellow and purple that i that i could get so which one's which uh the black, uh, I, well, we're going to go with our theme here that I'm the hero and you're the villain. So uh, the black buff will be Alex. The orange buff will be Caleb. But that, I, I'm confused because the black buff has yellow accents on it and the orange oh, buff has purple accents right. on it. Fine. Do you want to do that? Fine, Alex. No, 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 I don't. Nope, I'm changing it. You are now the orange buff and I'm okay. now the black buff. All right. And mainly because I realize the orange buff is the Malolo buff, and I don't want that curse on me at all. So 
you get to be the orange buff. So I am picking them uh, into two different hands. They're going to be my two hands. And uh, Alex, I do promise that I will not switch to them at all. Okay. Uh, you just tell me left or right, my left or my right, and we will pick. Can you is. point your head to your left and your right? Since I don't know if it's flipped or not. Why does it? Why does it matter? It, I know which arm I want. I just want to know I'm getting the right one. This is my left, and this okay. is my right. Excellent. I want your left hand. Well, look at there. You get to go first. Orange buff. Woo! That's great. I wanted the second pick, anyways. I know. I wanted first. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I have almost. I haven't lost sleep, but I've almost lost sleep scared that you would take this trick for me um and kill i i offered to you we could share a winner pick this season and you said no so I said absolutely not well, let's just be clear alex before this podcast like oh, two weeks ago called me and was like hey i i have an idea i really don't want you to take this player from me so why don't we just share the winner he was so scared of me taking his pick that he tried to make a deal with me and i threw that in the garbage where it belongs so that I could mess with him for two weeks about who I was going to pick. That's fine. That's fine. Well, I got my top pick, uh, Simon, me hands down 100% winner pick team Alex where he deserves. Uh, he is winning this game. You and, and anyone else, you cannot convince me otherwise. So, uh, buckle in for a long (laughs) season people. Uh, I buckling for a long season. Indeed. I will say uh, we do. We did interview Simon for, I, I can't even remember which season was it. It was last season. Yeah. It was last season uh, for blood versus water. Go back and uh, watch uh, and uh, listen to, to that interview with him. In particular, one of the things that we talked about with Simon was him potentially playing like Mark did. And so yes. I hope and I'm interested to see if, that comes to fruition. Uh, it'll be the first time we've ever talked to a former player who has gone back on to the island yes. after we talked to them. So I, I'm excited about it. I, I agree. And that's that's really the main reason. I obviously love Simon. And I, you go back and listen to our very first episode about Australian Survivor from like two years ago. I mentioned it. Uh, I'm all about it. But uh, that's the main reason. You know, I, I think when we spoke to him, he had a really heightened sense of self-awareness and he was really studying Mark's game of how a you know, physical player can come in as a returner and, and do well. And at that point, it was only, I think, the merge at that point. I think that's around when Nina got uh, medevaced. So yeah. we hadn't even seen the finale at that point. And, and he was already identifying Mark as someone he wanted to model a game after. So I love that. In all of his interviews, he's demonstrated a lot of self-awareness, a lot of growth. Um, he, he's gotten married recently, like some life changes, which is great. Uh, and I, I think... Uh, he is um, he's a huge super fan right like yeah, yeah. when we when we asked him to come on our show he's really excited for it and and brought notes uh, for us <laughs> you know of everything he wanted to discuss uh, so I know he's a super fan I know he studies this game um, so uh, I, I think he's gonna do really well I, I hope he does I, I will say like we joked about how the he's gonna get throttled in in one-on-one challenges against this uh heroes tribe but that is going to be a plus for him is the villains tribe is going to need him for challenges early on and so if he can establish some relationships not tell anyone that he has an idol if he finds an idol please simon i know that this is this happened in the past but please don't tell anybody but yeah i'm excited to see him I, i think it's a good pick 
Uh, I don't know that it would have actually been my first pick. Uh, that's just me, and I like to. We will never know. We'll never know for sure. But I want a second pick because I had to take. Honestly, Alex, these two picks. I'm not even going with who I think is going to win, who I think like uh, might have the best shot or or whatever. I'm solely going selfishly and personal favorites here, uh, and that is what I hope is a, a dynamic duo in the season. They're going to have to come together because they're starting off on opposite tribes. And that is Haley and Shawnee. Give me my Queens of Survivor that like to cause chaos. Oh man. I'm so excited. Haley and Shawnee. Alex, you know, I have not finished uh, all stars and I never saw season three of Australian Survivor, but literally 15 minutes in, Shawnee has like one yeah. conversation and she tag tags up with Harry and Nick Idanza. And I'm yeah. like, I You're two favorites. You. Yeah. I, I like you are my person. I, I and everything she says after that, I'm like, yes. So I don't even know her full game, but I will uh, hopefully soon. We're, we're working through the season. Yeah. So Shawnee, welcome to Team Caleb. Haley, welcome to Team Caleb. I, my one of my proudest moments in my survivor analysis is the fact that. We were watching uh, Haley's season, and at, like as we were going, like it's clear that like George has all these confessionals. Like it looks like George is set up for the win. And I just tell you, I think I have a feeling about Haley. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "No, man, there's no way." It's all and George. Yeah. She may she may have been the first one that that happened, right? I did it for Marianne. I did it for Gabler. I yeah. said, "Hey, I think they're gonna I think they have a shot of winning." So, yeah. Haley, I'm rooting for you. Well, what was cool too is I think it was maybe week two or. Th- three of brain versus brawn we were texting about it and you said Haley was one of your favorites you identified her yeah. uh and i identified simon as one of my favorites uh and you said of course he is so <laughs> <laughs> so here we are two years later caleb and we are picking both of them in the first round so uh yeah. we love well, that. well second round one of like hey which I... one's which because you said Haley, Haley first. Yes, because Haley won, I'm going to give her the honor of the Great. first pick. So, but we'll Shawnee, you about. are number three pick overall and the first pick of round two. So, yes, I I will be rooting very hard for Shawnee as well. Simon and Shawnee on the Villains Tribe, those are my two. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so excited for that. Here so. we go. Oh, Caleb, 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 Caleb. All right. Um, my next pick, I have to go with them. Uh, there's no question about it. Uh, it's Sam. Uh, I love Sam. Sam Webb. He's great. That uh, guy? Jeez. Absolutely. I'm all about it. You knew I was going to pick him. So loved watching him in season one. So excited he's coming back. And uh, I don't know how he's going to do, but I think he is a good balance of social, physical, strategic. I, I think he's someone who, if I had to place bets, could could go as far as he did last season. He he feels like a consistent player, and there's no reason to get him out. He also like he uh, he oversees what does he oversee? Um, uh, a mental health charity, uh, and, and we so that. like we love, I, we love that. Like talking about that. So for that reason too, uh, he he's my second pick for sure. Well, that I mean, that is a pick that you can make. Uh, maybe it is a pick that I would make. But that's that's because Sam had a lot of beef with Nick. And I think undeservedly, obviously I was there on the Island and got to see all the context right. of everything that happened, but you right. know, so, well, but good luck, Sam. 
so so Caleb, here's here's my predicament. I I there are six because I I put Shawnee's um up there, but I knew I knew I wasn't gonna get her. So yeah. there are six I really want, uh, yeah. but we're only picking five. Yeah. So I've got to figure out: Do I go the order I originally said this afternoon, or do I change it? And I think I'm gonna change it. Great. That has not worked out well for you in the past, but go ahead. <laughs> when. I, there, there was someone one one year that like that's convincing that that you were like oh Caleb. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, all right, I'm going to um, who? Yes, I'm gonna change my order. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna play like a villain. We're not gonna play uh, predi- predictable. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sarah from the villain stride. So um. The the bus stairs comment, I just I can't not take it. It changed my mind. Is she so, blonde? Is she blonde? Uh she happens to be. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> if there are two two constants in this world, it is Alex's love of the muscly pretty boy. Uh on on, on who finds this, idols on this season. Uh, who finds idols? Uh, and the attractive blonde player uh that that is well a constant... arguably there are multiple players that fall into both those categories this yeah for sure for sure I, I like you just have an archetype that you like to pick and i just like to see it i i, I have we've already talked about my new archetype is the like sassy older lady which like i don't know is on here is maybe I, jackie I, uh, on on jolly I, I don't i didn't know how old she was Oh well, I sassy like if she's on the Real Housewives, like that's true. That's true. Well, we do know I love the sassy old yeah. lady. So Qu- quick tangent, I uh, I think I was listening to I think it's Idle Out on YouTube, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers on, about Survivor, uh, who acknowledged that in uh, Exile Island, and if it's not, I apologize. Uh, Melinda was thirty two, and she was on the old women's tribe. Oh, yeah. Or no, yeah, thirty two. I think. And then either 32 or 34, and then Sri was 35. I think she was 34, and then Sri was 35. Uh, what's his name? Bobby was also 34. <laughs> and he was on the young men's tribe. Yeah. That, that's, again, a reminder of, like, they just put people together. I so guess. if she's on the Real Housewives, based on Exile Island standards, she would be on the older women's tribe. That's so fair. that's why I said that. That's fair. Okay. All right, so cool. uh Sam Sam and Sarah. Great. Well, Simon, Sam, and Sarah. I, I was about to say I can mark out a good number of people that you're not gonna pick because all your players start with S right now. Exactly. Uh, I wanted Shawnee. I mean that's I yeah, I know. That's why I was like, well, maybe oh, man. Oh, I, these are my last two picks. No, we have five. Oh, we have five. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. I, I wanted to pick a new player just like that as that contrarian pick. You know that I like the contrarian picks, um, but we're going to save that for the end then. Great. Um, for my next pick, and for those that have been following along still, thank you so much. We are doing a snake draft. That's why Alex is picking two in a row, then I'm picking two in a row. So uh, for my next pick, I think I got to go with the princess. I have the queen. Uh, and so we're, we're going to go with Nina. Uh, I'm excited to see her play. We'll see how well she does. I, you know, she was on Team Alex last season. 
She was on Team Alex last season. Uh, so, so she she's jumped from being a a hero to a villain, I guess. We'll see. I, I I'm like I'm like tempted to pick all females at this point because and just have my own Black Widow brigade. But for my next pick, I I I really am torn. Um, I probably like would pick Simon here if you had not already picked him. I really want to pick Jordy. Uh, because I like to root for fun people. I'm also, also Team Alex last season. I'm also afraid that Jordy just isn't going to go that far based off of how people watched last season. But I'm going to be rooting for him the whole way. So yes. I, I really, maybe I'm not, maybe I am going to go ahead and pick. My, I, I did not come into this as prepared as I could have been, Alex. So I I apologize. And I am going to go with, I also have considered Rogue in this spot, but like she got, uh, there was an edit of her, like there's a promo of her where she like had already rubbed people the wrong way on her tribe. It's like, okay, Mm. Uh, not, does not bode well. Oh man. I'm going to go with my sassy older lady and Jolly. Good pick. Good pick. Good picks all around. Um, all right, so I have my final two picks. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, that's great. Uh, I agree. I love Jordy so much. Last season, he was my very first pick. Um, he said he was the the love child of the Golden God and Matthew McConaughey. I work at <laughs> UT Austin. Matthew McConaughey teaches here. We're colleagues, um, and I love the Golden God. So that feels like a very niche connection i have i agree though recency bias it's not like russell where they haven't seen the season and they don't know what to expect they have seen it um and i i don't think he's going to go as far as he did last season so i'm not going to pick him uh i am going to pick um at against maybe what you would assume i would pick caleb because i love the golden god so much i'm gonna pick sean oh wow okay all right so uh in my mind sean um has learned from david they and and they they have that connection you are messing with me right you you've literally picked people with all s names yeah and my fifth (laughs) one is going to be as well i (laughs) so i i had i i had six obviously shawnee was kind of up there so it's seven um so with Shawnee, six of the seven had S names. Uh, I sincerely apologize to Flick. I want to pick you. I'll pick you at the merge if you're still there, I promise. Uh, <laughs> I think you're great, but just for fun, I'm going to pick another S name. Uh, just to mess with Caleb at this point. Uh, and I'm excited about this person. I think they're going to be great. Um, let's see. Uh, she said... <laughs> Um, that my friends call me the mole, uh, just try to keep a secret from me and I will always find out. And that's someone I want on my tribe. And that's Sharni, uh, from the heroes. So that would be a total of five S's, three heroes, two villains, three returners, two newbies on team Alex. That's great. Uh, who's your last pick, man? Yeah, I'm going to go, I got to get, um, a male on my tribe, a contrarian pick. Do you have to? I, I don't have to, uh, but unlike you, I like to, you know, have, you know, a 
variety of types of people on my tribe unlike you who picked the all-male tribe last uh season of US survivor it (laughs) did work unfortunately you picked three out of four i but i still picked i still picked a female and she was my winner pick so um it got out like fifth (laughs) doesn't not fifth okay like sixth i'm gonna go with i was between two Oh man, I really want to pick Jordy. I he just I think you should just pick Jordy, man. You're talking I, all about it. I do, but I'm gonna go with David, the AFL player. Oh. That feels opposite of what you typically pick, Caleb. I contrarian pick. So he's gonna win? Now he might he just might. Yeah, Caleb, yeah. Who who's the one who you you're just picking to root for that you don't think can win? Uh, I mean, that's honestly Haley uh, and Shawnee both. Like, I, I think I don't think they can win. I'm literally just rooting for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, I, I, I'm picking David because in U.S. Survivor we have I may, not U.S. Survivor, but Australian Survivor. Strength matters. Go longevity in the game. Unfortunately, because there is so much strength on this tribe, I could see the Heroes Tribe being the we're gonna like you know keep all this. Yeah keep the tribe strong type of people. Um, But I do think it seems to me like David might be a student of the game. We'll see. I I, I could be wrong. He's been watching Survivor uh, since 2002. We'll see. For me, it was between him and Frazier was the Mm. other pick that I was thinking about. Unfortunately, with so much chaos on the villain tribe, I feel like Frazier is going to be someone who gets booted early that did not, does not deserve to be booted early. Yeah. Based off of all the chaos on his tribe. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point. And both of us have three on the heroes, two on the villains tribe. I think that's probably uh, indicative of, we love the heroes. We want to root for the heroes, <laughs> but the, or, uh, the villains, we, we, we love the villains. We want to root for the villains. The villains are going going to go to travel probably more than the heroes <laughs> at this point. And then if they swap, then they're in the minority. So uh, I, I agree with you on that. So we're both going to be anxious every single night uh, at tribal council. You know, I love loading up on one tribe. That way I get the night off sometimes. <laughs> so. But more often than not, you're just like freaking out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so to recap, uh, team Alex, team, team winning tribe, obviously we've got uh, the winner of the season, Simon. Uh, and that is my winner pick. So, Caleb, I do want to hear your winner pick here soon. Uh, that's my winner pick, uh, followed up by Sam, returning player, uh, Sarah, new player, Sean, returning player, and Sharni, new player. It's going to be a fun try. Caleb, you have Haley, a returning player, returning winner, uh, Shawnee, the only three-time player in Australian Survivor, and someone who's been there for 89 days, I believe. Uh, Nina, a returning player, uh, and Jolly, new player, and David, new player. I honestly don't. I, I don't feel confident about anyone in this season, mainly because I don't do my didn't do my research. So it's hard to, for me to pick a winner. I really just want to pick Haley to be a two time champion because I love Haley and I'm gonna be rooting for her. But I think I'm gonna hedge my bets a little bit. And I'm going to channel the survivor gods who want a storybook ending Hmm. for Nina Twine. Uh, And and her her mom won on Samoa. Nina's going to win on Samoa. She probably won't because like, if they get to the end, 
being the only like non Australian citizen, none of the Australian people are gonna be like, you know what? I, we're not gonna. You don't know that. You know what? It... I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I'm not picking it. Nina, I love you. I want you to win. Uh, Shawnee, I, I, I'm, I'm going all in. I'm going all in. I, I, I changed my mind. It's. Uh, I can see it in your eyes. You're saying it, and you're just like, but I want my winner pick <laughs> to be Shawnee or Haley. I love him too much. Shawnee, this is it. Third time's the charm, baby. Shawnee's got a chance. I, I think if I'm. Caleb, if I'm looking at your tribe, Shawnee's who I'd pick if I want her pick. Well, I, that, I completely agree. Well, dang, I should not have picked her now because you you <laughs> never pick the winners. David's gonna win because you picked him last. That's <laughs> no, I know. That's <laughs> I thought you were gonna pick David. <laughs> so we're, yeah, we're gonna I, laugh. I, you know, I did not pick you, now. and I called you a contrarian pick, David. You might be winning this entire season. I think he's one that's yep, yep. <laughs> Gosh, no, that's great. So I think it's gonna be a fun season, man. I I'm super excited. It's back. We've got a lot of our our, our returning players, some of our absolute favorite players. Obviously, our two winner picks are our captains of our team, if you will. Um, if we're part of the Sporty Alliance, are are two of our favorites for sure. So uh, this is gonna be a really fun season. Uh, I'm I haven't seen for sure. I'm assuming it's gonna be the same thing of uh, you know three nights a week. Uh, it might be two nights a week. Caleb and I are still planning to uh, recap weekly with Australian Survivor uh, instead of every episode. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And then there will be a fun at least month, if not a couple months, where Australian Survivor and U.S. Survivor will overlap. So then we will get two episodes of Speaking Llama a week, lots of preparation uh, and probably ridiculously unhinged host because that's a lot of survivor that's to watch. a lot of survivor but you know listen it could we be worse it. it could be worse we could have no survivor and and we did have no we survivor lived we lived in that world for a year so i'll take all the survivor i can get absolutely well thanks for sticking with us today hopefully this is helpful for you as you prepare as of right now it's a week away uh so australian survivor heroes versus villains 2023 um make sure you're following us on uh instagram at speaking llama that's where you get all the updates lots of polls updates on our fantasy tribe stuff like that it's gonna be a lot of fun over there also make sure you're subscribed to uh whatever podcast service you use apple spotify whatever it is uh speaking llama a survivor podcast subscribe you will get our episodes uh notified straight to your app so uh make sure to do that we'd appreciate it a lot caleb any final thoughts as we uh close out this episode um Let's just get ready to rumble. Let's let's do this. Let's I do I desperately want the George and Haley conflict to happen. I'm afraid I'm going to be let down, but you know, mm-hmm. I've had more disappointing things happen in my life. <laughs> like like never getting a call for Survivor. So what a way to end the episode, Caleb. Thanks, man. You know, I like to end it on a positive note. That's that's good. All right, so your resident hero, Caleb, over here, <laughs> uh, and your resident villain. Uh, me we are signing off and we will speak llama to you next week